What is poppin' peeps? It's the former president of the Fat Guy Alliance, the current president of the TBX 420 Club, your hero, your role model, the person you want to be like when you grow up, that T-O-N-Y, the urban franchise, Tony Montana, and peeps, I am here to hit you with another edition of the TBX 420 Club podcast. And continuing from where we left off, I was telling my YouTube origin story. Now this is a very interesting point because this is when things really, really started going. But I can't tell you when they got best. I felt telling you the parts that sucked. That I had to go through before them. But before that, I just want to give a few shout outs to peeps that have been helping me through everything that I've been doing and have just been really close to me. Let's start off with Rob Toss Productions. Um, Rob Toss, he's been in the film and movie industry for over 20 years. Rob Toss Productions, if you have any project, he is your guy to go to. Doesn't matter what you're looking to do, he is better than any expert in it. I tell you that for a fact. Rob Toss Productions, robtoss.com. Go and check them out online. Another YouTube channel that I want to see grow and has been putting out some amazing content as of late. Content that I am really looking forward to see where it goes. And that is actually my younger brother's channel. Stu Corp Samaru is the name of that YouTube channel. And trust me peeps when I tell you if you want to be thoroughly entertained that is a channel to watch when you're totally blitzed when you're high on your mind got a lit and you're totally lit and you need a kick Stucorp Samaru ladies what is getting better you knew you need some new fits you need that sundress that you need those outfits you need all those accessories. Shop Hermana Beauty is your one-stop shop. And guys, if you want to spoil your girl, they're who you go to. Go on Instagram and check them out. Shop Hermana Beauty. Anything you need. And everything you need to look fly this summer. Now, peeps, this point of the story is very interesting because I've had my heart broken in the past, but I kind of feel that this point of brokenness, and I I left the last episode off with mentioning that I essentially cried for a year, and literally, that's what I did. Very, very much, that's what I did. I cried for an entire year. I finally had someone who gave me what I needed, who was at that time exactly what I needed, but I was just so damaged from everything that happened to me previously. I wasn't able to accept the love she was giving me and I pushed her away. I was a very toxic person at the time, unfortunately. Maybe I should have took things slower for her. Maybe things would still be going who knows but ultimately the love that woman gave me made me believe in myself like I had never believed in myself before 
It was like when I was a kid and my mom used to tell me I was great and I legitimately thought I was the greatest man that ever lived. It was that kind of energy that allowed me to go and do great things in my youth, like right in a movie so good it got me taken out of special ed. And that energy that that woman gave me when she showed me that love that I was chasing for so many years prior and just was not able to love, not able to find, just to get a taste of it. I wasn't ready for it, but just the fact that I was finally a woman in my eyes that was absolutely perfect deemed me worthy of the affection and love that I wanted inspired me to do things I never thought was possible. Now, I had the channel, and the first run on YouTube was essentially just me doing one challenge over and over again, you know? There wasn't a lot of my uh, personality, although in some of the cuts, you got a piece of my personality in it, obviously. Maybe that's why the videos did so good. But videos completely about my personality were yet to come. But it would be a path to get there. And that year of crying inspired me because I saw so much more in myself. Once I stopped crying, I realized it's like, damn. There was a point in like all other failed ventures in love. I would always go back to the first girl that I fell for after. But this was the first time that a relationship saw that as a downgrade and a mistake. Something I would not want to do. And I realized that why go backwards? I got to keep going forward. And then I just no longer was happy with my position. Um, I wanted to be more in life. So I made a decision to go back to school. Uh, There was an opportunity within the company that I was working at for about six, seven years. And I was very much interested in it. And somebody else who was just literally brand new got the position. And I was told that they got the position because they were in college. So they went to college. And I remember the person after getting the position bragging that they don't even remember anything from college. They didn't even finish. And that was why I did not get it. Um, I went and emptied out my locker that day. I said to myself, I'm emptying out my locker. Just so that every time I come back here, I look at it. This is me leaving. And you see what bothered me so much, so much at that point, that position that got that position is the fact that that person interfered in my relationship and their interference in my relationship is what brought out my toxic side. What probably would have never happened if this person had not interfered in my personal life and they remained a co-worker, but they chose to interfere in my personal life. And now they were getting my opportunity. I don't know if any of you have ever been in that situation. I can honestly tell you at any given moment, if I wanted to, I could have viciously hurt this person. I could have broke every bone in their body and they were not strong enough to stop me if I decided to do that. But I am not that type of person. Kind of suck because this is the person 
I was in general labor back then. I had to sit there and eat lunch with them every day. Fortunately for me, I lived walking distance from my work. So I can go home for lunch. I would go out to buy lunch sometimes. And the person started complaining to other people at the work that I was not sitting there and eating lunch with them anymore. I would go to restaurants in the area some days about, they would just show up there and just come. And it's just like, I'm not even sitting at work to eat lunch now. You're just bothering me, following me. I was not happy. I was not happy at all. The best thing that ever happened to me was lost. And I solely blame it on this person interfering in my personal life. That brought out the side of me that should have been dead. There would have been no other reason for that toxicness to come out. I made the decision that I was going to leave this position. All the years working there, even before the opportunity for that promotion to come, even in the position that I was in, I had the mentality and I had it in my head that I would work, I could be happy working there the rest of my life. I could have been happy working there the rest of my life. But that would not be the case. I couldn't stand going into work and it was a it sucked because I was the type of worker that the team relied on me, so I had to be consistent. But going into that job, it became more likely and likely every day. The way this person had no remorse for the interference in my personal life. The way they started to make people look at me differently when I tried to distance myself from him because he went and interfered with the girl that I liked. Try to vilify me, make me look bad. Made it very, very likely that I would have, if I did not leave that job, I may have committed a felony. It may have happened. Fortunately, one day I said no. When that day came where I didn't get the opportunity and the excuse was that they got it because they went to college and they were just bragging, oh, I don't remember what I did in college. I didn't even graduate. I was like, okay, I'm going to college now too. I've always had ambitions to it. Just things didn't work out for me. I always had to work. So I went. I had money put away. I was like, okay, I'm going to go and apply. That was interesting. Because... I didn't apply properly. I gave my two weeks notice. I only applied for OSAP. I never applied for the course in the school. And I literally did not realize that until after I gave my two weeks notice. So at that point, it was more or less I had to make a decision. I had, uh, I could have... Staying in this place that 
the longer I stay there and continue to work there. And, you know, here's the thing. I speak about this person who interfered in my personal life. I want to point out one thing. When this person came there, um, they were replacing a family member of mine who got replaced. But I chose to be a good co-worker to this person. I took them under my wing. I actually taught them the efficient ways to get getting the job done. I, in fact, bought them lunch on their first day there. I was trying to be a good work friend. You know, when you're someone's work friend, you know, friends at work, that's cool. But you don't go and interfere in their personal life. And you don't go and do things that are going to fuck up something. Because the person I was back then, it was very obvious to anyone who met me, I was lonely. And this girl was the first girl that came into my life. And I was happy. And I deserved that. I really fucking deserved that. And that son of a bitch is part of my friends. But that fucking son of a bitch ruined that. Way sooner than it should have been ruined. Maybe it would have been ruined anyways. Maybe it wouldn't have. Maybe I would have stayed with her forever and we would have been married and would be happy right now if it wasn't for this vile piece of shit's interference. But that's just the way it was. And I was like, I don't give a fuck if I have to wait all the way till the next semester and I have to wait this next few months doing nothing and just taking odd jobs. I'm not staying in this fucking company anymore. It didn't matter if I had it in my mind that I was going to stay there the rest of my life. I was not staying in this fucking place anymore. As long as that person was there, there was no place for me in that fucking company. So I left. No one knew I made that fuck up. No one knew. And then I failed the aptitude test to get into the course. And then I had to retake it. (laughs) Fortunately, I passed it on the retake. But by the time I retook it, it was too late for that semester. You know what hurt me about this place? They did nothing for me. Not a card. Like, I have one friend, Murray, who went out of his way and he got me a gift card. And thank you, Murray. Um, I really appreciated that he went out of his way personally to do that for me. Uh, he was a very good friend, someone I talked to regularly. At first, we didn't really quite get along, but he was kind of just like a social, not everyone talked to him. And I'm kind of more drawn to more the social outcast, if you will. So we became good friends. And he was like an older person. There was a lot of things he didn't understand with technology. And I did teach him as much as I could. As much as I could. I actually vastly regret not giving that guy my number. Wish we kept in touch. I will still say this... Worked for one of the best managers I've ever had. Despite past mistakes, he gave me a chance. He gave me an opportunity. And 
as despite as hard as it was to continue to work at that place, I kind of hard to work at that place at the end because other than at the end, the place was a, a absolute like. I loved working there. It was, it was like my second family. I've never had a job for that long. I've never worked anywhere else that long in my life. I haven't been able to stay committed to anywhere else as long as I did there, other than YouTube. It hurt to leave them, because it legit felt like leaving a second family. But just... Because of a certain individual, I had to say goodbye. I went on and started doing a bunch of odd jobs. And I started meeting a lot of interesting people. I had a lot of interesting adventures. For a few months. Then. When the summer semester started. Because I was going to be. Because more or less what I had done is I applied for the semester that would have started in January. But my two weeks notice was given like two weeks before. Like a week before Christmas. So I can have the holidays off to be with my family. So I didn't really explain, tell anyone the scenario. I just went into it, enjoyed the holidays. I had all everyone's gifts, everything. I had money aside. I just had to wait a few months to go to, until the summer to go to school. Going to school, though. It was a, a shadow of a doubt. The greatest decision I ever made in my life. I will say that in that company where I had worked for all those years, I went from a boy to a man. That is the truth thing. I went from a boy to a man. That's 67 years. It may have been at the end of my 20s until the start of my 30s. But that was still the point in my life because responsibility, consequences for my lack of responsibility at, at points made me grow up. Way I didn't my previous positions in life and opportunities in life didn't. Going to college that completely changed the game for me. That was something that made me regret not going sooner, but I realized for me I was there at the right time. Because a lot of things that I really took in that I that helped me grow and get to the positions and opportunities that I have now that I took in may have went over the younger me's head. So some people try to use the excuse it's too late in life. It's never too late in life. It's the right fucking time. When you're in the position to do it, when there's a reason to do it, when you are driven to do it, it is the right time. The who person I am, the way I think completely changed I went from a compliant worker B to a complete and total entrepreneur I developed the gift of the gab in a way and I was always a quiet shy reserved guy but I developed the gift of the gab in a way that I always dreamt of sales in my youth but never had any experience and never done it or any training I still haven't had any. 
I did two one sales class in college, sales and marketing. But the little bit I learned in there and how much I grew as a person, anywhere that I've worked in sales, I have been the best. I have been referred to as the king of sales, a sales god made for the game. And these are not things that I said. These are things that others have told me. In the industry I was before, the highest rank you could achieve was being in sales. I was mad I didn't get like a little opportunity just to type a few things on the computer every day. I still would have been doing general labor. I just wanted the point where I could spend like part of the day sitting at the computer instead of having to stand up at one. But it led to me sitting in an uncomfortable desk all day or being out on the road, going into different offices, doing the one thing I've always dreamt of doing, that's being the top of, at the top of a company. Now, when I was in school, the reason I learned all these things, why I took everything in, is because I made a decision while I was back in school, is that I was going to start stop being an idiot and partying with the type of people I have been partying with for years. I had wasted my time partying. Wasted a lot of money partying too. (laughs) And the night I made that decision and to be strict with myself in school, I pulled out my phone and said, I'm going to do a throwback story. I'm going to start doing YouTube videos again. I don't know what motivated me to do it. A week before I had done it, I think I had just re-uploaded all the previous, as much as the previous videos that were deleted by my brother onto my channel, but I kept them unlisted. Then I just did the throwback story. Yeah, remember, the original videos thing was that we were getting views we're getting a lot of views when I did this first throwback story I was getting not just a few subscribers I was getting a lot of subscribers and I don't know why because I did it on a Monday it wasn't even like I did it on a Thursday it was a Monday but people liked my story and people started following me So I stuck to it. It became my routine on the days when it was hardest not to go out and I really wanted to go out. I would pull out my phone and I would record myself. And as the audience grew and people were saying things in the comments like, we want to see you do this. Why don't you try this? I got confident as I saw those subscribers grow organically with like... And here's the thing where I speak organically because I didn't even understand how organic and thing my views were because I wasn't sharing the link anywhere. I wasn't putting the description on my videos. I don't even know if I was putting a title. I might have been putting a title on some videos. I don't even think I did. And I certainly did not use hashtags. It was not using the hashtags. Despite if you hear... The Easter egg video with my ex that I have online. 
I mentioned, um, she told me to use hashtags, but still did not at first, but I still grew. Maybe I picked the right time to jump into it. But my, my channel grew very beautifully. I was within two weeks at 500 subscribers. Um, got to a thousand, I think, within a month, maybe a month or two. The growth was amazing. I started in November and it just inspired me. That was one I really opted. Christmas is coming up. I wanted something brag to brag about. That's when I got to a thousand. That was my New Year's goal. I started doing thank you to subscriber videos where I would read out all the subscribers just to. Get them more to rally behind me. It definitely did pay off. Oh, and one thing. Um, I did YouTube in my second semester in school. Thinking about it in my head right now. It wasn't during the first semester. It was the second semester. The first semester, I did have amazing grades. I did great. But the second semester, I kind of decided I wanted to do perfect. That's why I started doing the videos. But as that grew, that inspired me. And I knew nothing about YouTube. I, I legitimately knew nothing at all about YouTube. So, there's a lot I had to learn on the fly. Like, I didn't know about putting descriptions. I didn't even know the term YouTuber was a term. I initially thought that was someone's nickname. I had to learn... I was told kind of early on by the time the summer hit, so this would have been like when I was in my final semester of school, because um, it would have been one year because it was a four semester course, about uh, advertising. People said you got to advertise to grow. Well, I actually never learned how to advertise properly until 2020. And it's because when I first was told that and I was uh, recommended a form of advertising, which I turned around and recommended to several other people, I feel bad for doing that. It turned out to be a fucking scam. And because the first thing that I did was a scam, I said, fuck advertising. I'm going to grow my channel without advertising. And I'm going to tell you guys all the details about that in the next episode what to look for, look out for, and a legitimate, proper way to advertise on YouTube, which I did find out a year ago, once I was already like four, three, four years into YouTube, 
and I didn't really need it. That's when I found that out. But I'll tell you guys how I got scammed, how I found a way to legitimately organically grow my audience, and all the things that were very important that I needed to learn in episode three of this. Thank you for watching this. Thank you for listening to me open up. Ultimately, what led me to YouTube was disappointment in other aspects of life. But at this point right now, I kind of feel those disappointments, I'm happy they happen. Because I would not be here right now. And I don't know if there's anything else in the world I could be doing that I would be as happy as I am right now. Thanks again for listening, peeps. Be sure to follow me on everything else, TBX420 Club, starting off with the channel. Oh, I was going to say the channel you're watching this video on, but the podcast you're listening to this podcast on, the TBX420 Club podcast. Be sure to follow, subscribe. I'm, I still don't know what it is. Go and download this. Everything you got to do to help me out. Um, follow me on YouTube, TBX420 Club. TBX420 Club on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, everything. Snapchat, I think it's just TBX420. Um, I'm TBX420 on PSN. Play some video games together. Stay good, peeps, and keep it blitz.